Welcome to the Content 10X Podcast, the show where content creators learn how to harness the power of content repurposing. And now, your host, Amy Woods. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Content 10X Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Woods, and I've got a really great show today. So we're talking about video marketing, and I have a wonderful guest on this show, Jason Shell. So Jason is the co-founder and chief video officer of Animoto. So Animoto is an award-winning online video maker that makes it easy for anyone to create professional quality videos. Even if you have no technical skills and you haven't created a video before, it's really cool. And Jason founded Animoto back in 2006 with the hope of empowering people to create video regardless of age or experience. Jason, welcome to the show. Thanks, Amy. Thanks for having me. It's a real privilege. What did I miss in that intro? It was a very short intro. I'm sure there's lots I missed. Could you fill in some of the gaps, please? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know, um, so my whole world really is 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 uh, as part of this Animoto team where we're basically, you know, just empowering folks with, um, you know, with the power of video. And, you know, we all see how video is everywhere and changing everything. And so we are just really focused, particularly with small businesses, um, you know, uh, the folks that, they see the video wave um, coming or here, right? And they're sympathetic, and the, but they're like, oh, by the way, I have no experience, no time, and I don't have like these extravagant budgets like these big companies do. And so that's really where you know where um, where we come in, Animoto comes in, where we give folks the tools and make it really, you know, just drag and drop simple to create professional videos and really educate folks about how to you know how to stand out in this crazy marketing environment today, where there's just so much noise and. I think, you know, really probably one of the biggest needs we hear from businesses these days is helping them stand out on, on social media with video. So we've been spending a lot of time really studying what makes for successful video um, and how to create successful video that stands out on social media. Yeah, I think, you know, it's such a, it's so important. And, you know, I often talk about how important video content is and how, you know, it's really good to kind of repurpose content into video as well. But it's one thing to actually, you know, say, create video content. But, it, you know, a lot of people are quite worried about the skill set and the software. And it, it's it's easy said than done, isn't it? So I think Animoto, you know, it's really good because it, it makes video creation a lot more accessible to people, doesn't it? And I just wondered, so what sparked the idea for Animoto and how did it how did it evolve? Well, so interestingly, you know, um, I guess before Animoto, uh, my my colleague and I, we were actually working in the TV industry. So I was a producer for MTV and Comedy Central, uh, and my my co-founder was, you know, doing some documentary work for a you know a big TV network, ABC here. And uh, you know, we just, uh, you know, these were amazing jobs, and um, you know, really fun just to work with some of the most you know talented, uh, you know, TV and film folks out there but you know we really saw just how fa this was you know maybe 15 years ago we saw how fast everything was changing and and mind you this is like before the iphone really before facebook and all that but you know we kind of just thought the internet was starting to change everything mobile was starting to change everything these phones were getting smaller and smaller to the point where you could almost fit them in your pocket and it seemed inevitable that you know these phones might have internet connection one day and maybe even a camera and you know cloud computing and so we were just like wow everything's about to change and we we just couldn't stop thinking about it and so we started just working kind of nights and weekends 
to try to prove out the technology of, you know, it's kind of a, the nerdy side of things, but rendering video in the cloud at scale. And, um, you know, uh, I guess, you know, fast forward to today, it's, um, it's amazing to see, you know, how, even though a lot has changed in terms of, you know, platforms and devices, the importance of video has really kind of only grown over the years and just kind of continues to grow. And I think it's just because, you know, um, it's just, we are, we are visual creatures, right? We, uh, we are, we gravitate towards things that are visually compelling. Um, you know, starting with compelling graphics, but anything that's moving is even more compelling, right? And, um, I think that for us, just to see, not just that, because, you know, video is, 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 is magical, you know, in terms of like a, a form of communication, but, now, especially, there's just study after study after study about how effective video really is. It's not just kind of like, um, you know, something more interesting or more, or more entertaining. It's, you know, people actually, for example, rec recall six times the amount of information from a video than from text or, you know, after watching a video, you know, 64% of people are more likely to make, uh, say, like a, a purchase decision online. Um, or video generates like 12 times more shares, um, you know, on, on social media than text and images combined. And there's just stat after stat, study after study. So it's just amazing to be able to kind of live in this world where video really is kind of changing everything. Um, and to really kind of be a part of, you know, educating folks and helping folks really kind of harness the, you know, the, uh, the power of, of video is just something that, you know, I've, I've always been a part of video my whole life. And uh, so to be able to kind of, um, see other people really kind of leverage the, the uh, power of video has been really fulfilling. Yes, it, it's so important, isn't it? And I think for anyone listening to the podcast who is thinking about creating video to, for marketing, for content marketing for your for business, it, I think it's true that, you know, businesses just can't ignore video anymore. If, if you've been kind of trying to ignore it a little bit and still carrying on with kind of written content and and audio that's all great that's absolutely fantastic all content is great but you know based you know everything that you were just saying it's so 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 important it's more just a missed opportunity i suppose if you aren't creating video content isn't it and um in terms of video marketing so where do you see it the, the platforms which ones are working the best so so we've got a youtube video we've got a facebook video we've got IGTV now as well um short instagram stories and video on twitter so you know based on your experience if people are going to start creating video content where do you think they should be placing that video content so great question. So uh, I think all of the ones that you mentioned are, you know, have, um, you know, a, a role in in the world of, you know, social media. Uh, I would say just to maybe start with a punchline, really, um, if you were to start someplace, Facebook really is by the numbers still the biggest. Um, it's not only the biggest social platform, but it really has the most kind of advanced um, tools to really target very specific audiences, you know, which we can talk more about, you know, in a minute. But really, Facebook is a fantastic place to start because it's um, everyone's on it, and you can really get very precise about, you know, 
targeting folks that are interested in very specific areas so that you know that your content and your video will actually resonate with, you know, the folks that you're putting in front of. But really, you know, one thing that we've learned, um, we did actually a bunch of tests this year to kind of see, well, what is the difference between all these social platforms? Like, can you, for example, take the same piece of content or the same video and just post it to all these different sites. Um, well, of course you can, but you know we start to see differences in performance on these various platforms. And you know, in a in a in a in, in a nutshell, maybe I'll just kind of address maybe like the four most important ones. Um, they all have their different kind of um, uh, characteristics of what tends to perform better, and it's because you know people tend to spend time on these different social platforms with different expectations. So, for example. Um, you know, Facebook is a great place for updates, you know, just keeping folks updated with what's going on with your brand or your business or in your world. Um, you know, Instagram, which Facebook, you know, owns, but um, Instagram um, is actually really great for kind of more inspirational content. People want to know, like, what's, you know, what's interesting, what's inspiring. And that's why visual content works especially well on, on Instagram. Um Twitter is really great for kind of what's what's new, like what's happening right now, you know, almost kind of like what's happening today. Um, you know, like uh, you, you might tweet something like, I'm speaking this afternoon at this conference where, you know, I would love for you to come see me. So Twitter is very much in the moment. And YouTube is just is is, is almost a place where people go where they want to learn something. Right? It's, it's almost some people actually say that Facebook isn't a social platform per se because people aren't necessarily going to YouTube to connect with other people. They're actually, it's almost kind of like a search repository of video content. People want go to, to YouTube to learn something. They're like how to, you know, how to do XYZ, how to fix something, how to, you know, improve something in their house or in their lives or whatever. So YouTube um, is really a fantastic place to put kind of more educational content or demos or how-tos or stuff like that. So when you kind of start to see, uh, you know, how people are really using each of these different um, platforms, you can start to kind of tailor the content you have to make sure that it's, you know, kind of being most successful on the various platforms. So that's kind of just in, in a... In a in a quick summary form, the differences of them. But I would say, if if you're thinking of starting anywhere, Facebook is a fantastic place, kind of the most general place to really, I think, get started and to start seeing great results. Yeah, I, I agree with you, and I love what you said there about you know breaking it down in terms of what people want. And I think, you know, it. I wouldn't necessarily recommend putting this exact same video on all of the different platforms but I think what you said is perfect in terms of if you created for example a really good uh, YouTube video that was maybe a little bit longer than what you would put on some of the other platforms then Facebook's more the update place so you can update people on Facebook that you have that video on YouTube by maybe taking the first like the introduction to the video take the first 60 seconds post that on Facebook and you know tell people it's a new YouTube video up and market the YouTube video through Facebook and maybe take an even shorter clip from the video, maybe like you said, more of an inspirational or funny clip or something that's going to entertain people for that on Instagram. Exactly. Um, you, yeah, you can, there's, there's lots that you can still do by breaking the videos down, isn't there? Yeah, and I think that that everything that you said there is a fantastic is fantastic advice. I think for because especially you know for this audience, which are folks that really already have kind of a huge, I would say. I'll say unfair advantage in the world of video because 
you know, this audience is are already folks that um, understand the importance of regularly communicating content and are already creating amazing content, which is already several steps ahead of most other businesses. And I think, you know, as we think about video, video is not this one-off kind of uh, to-do item on your marketing checklist, right? It's 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 a form of communication, just like um, you know, just like content marketing. And so, I think what you were saying. Is exactly right. So if you you already have the benefit of having so much great content, but even there, you can think about, for example, if you have a longer piece of content, whether it's written or in video or you know wherever it lives, um, a fantastic. Uh, I'm just repeating what you said, but I just really want to emphasize you. A fantastic tip is to basically create kind of like I, I call them teaser videos, almost like what a movie trailer does for a movie, and um, you know take the most interesting. Part or the most interesting, you know, quote or line or or whatever kind of piece of that content is, and use that as a teaser. And so it may live on your blog, it may live on your site, it may live, you know, maybe on YouTube. But you can take a little 10, 15 second snippet, um, make it a video, or even make it like a, you know, if it's text, make it a quote video with text, and put it on Instagram or put it on uh, Facebook. And that's a fantastic way to drive even more people. To your content, right? And, you're, and and so what's great about that is you're not, right? This is the whole spirit of this show, which is you're not actually having to create n- new content. You're figuring out how to leverage your existing content and really kind of uh, get more use out of it. So think about creating these teaser videos to put out there to, um, you know, either to reveal maybe a new, uh, you know, a new episode or a new posting or you know a new video. Um, or to, uh, you know, to really kind of share the, you know, may, I've seen other people do things like the best, you know, the best of 2018 or something like that. Um, you know, taking some of the, the kind of like recaps of, um, some of the, the best moments or the best pieces of information from their content. So lots of great ideas there. Yeah. I actually, I was just thinking about some advice that, um, Another guest, Andy Crestadina, who was talking about SEO on the podcast a few weeks ago, and he was talking about creating a video trailer for your blog post, actually. So when you write, you know, a, a long form blog post to repurpose the blog post by creating a video, but more like a trailer, so more just letting people know the highlights of what they're going to, what's going to be covered in the blog post, what they're going to learn from it, that kind of thing. And then put that at the top of your blog post because there's an SEO advantage of having video at the top of pages. People tend to stay a little bit longer, so you get you know, more benefit from Google for people staying on the page a little bit longer. And then, of course, as well as being at the top of the page of your website, helping you with SEO there, you then put that trailer on Facebook and people over to your blog posts on YouTube, maybe break it down into a teaser like you were saying for Instagram, places like that. So that's maybe even another example of where you can take your written content into video, into yep. all these different places again. So Yeah. And I'll and I'll and I'll actually um piggyback on that and, and I know talking to a lot of different um you know content marketers and social media uh, managers and stuff, you know, one kind of, I'll call it excuse. One excuse I hear from folks about why they're, they haven't gotten started with video, even though they know all the benefits is they all say stuff like, well, I mean, the reason why I'm a content marketer is I'm not comfortable being in front of the camera or something like that. And, you know, I just want to point out that you don't actually have to 
be in the video, you know, to create a video. I think sometimes people think like, oh, video means I have to be like talking into the video. But you can certainly, um, there's, you know, if you, if you just scroll through your social media, you know, feeds, there's all sorts of videos that are just, um, I maybe text, uh, a quote, um, you know, in text form. Or you can actually even do, you know, videos with, with, uh, maybe just some voiceover. So there's plenty of ways and you don't need that much, you know, content, right? Like you just need maybe, uh, you know, you could do a top five list or three reasons why you should tune in to bubble or three, you know, four, four, four ways to improve XYZ. Um, or just a great quote or, uh, maybe a testimonial quote. So there's plenty of ways that you can create videos without, um, you having to be in the video if you are camera shy. That said, um, you know, I always am encouraging folks to try, like, if they're, if they're comfortable or even if they're uncomfortable, just to try putting their, um, you know, their face out there because I think increasingly, and we even see this in some of the tests we do, there really is something to kind of uh, putting a face to your content because in this world of information overload, uh, figuring out ways to humanize your brand and your company and your everything that you're doing uh, really helps you is one great way to stand out from everyone else. And, um, you know, because I think when you humanize, when you can figure out ways to humanize your yourself and your brand, uh, that's it feeds into this. You know, you hear a lot about authenticity. And the reason that's important, right, is because that's that contributes to that sense of trust that that your audience has in you and i um there's this great quote i can't remember i think it's um a gentleman who's uh zig ziglar who said this he said you know if people like you they'll listen to you but if they trust you they'll do business with you and which i just love that quote but i think just however you can find ways to um you know make you and your brand or your company more authentic more trustworthy um, you know, the, the better your chances are of standing out in video, you know, there's no, I think no other, no better way than to try to capture the most authentic version of you and your brand and your company than, than video. So no. just a, a few more, few more thoughts. I completely agree. And I mean, if people kind of take a, that up a notch and do live video as well. I mean, you know, the, exactly. then you're offering people the access to you and um, you put yourself in quite a vulnerable position as well. You know, people are going to ask you if it's a Q&A and you've got to, you know, demonstrate your knowledge on off the cuff. And, you know, I think live video, live video experiences are also becoming more and more popular and, again, a great thing to do. And then you can go on and repurpose live videos into lots of different content as well. But that said... I, I do really like, so a key feature of Animoto is that it does allow you, if you want, to create videos that are, um, that, that don't necessarily need to have you on camera. It, it, I'm right in, in thinking, I mean, I've had a little look at it myself and played with and used it a few times. I think it's brilliant because you can pair engaging graphics with B-roll, with, with bring, bring the words on and everything like that without having advanced video editing knowledge and still create very good videos. I mean, that is a good key feature of Animoto, isn't it? That you don't have to be on camera. Yeah, you know, I think what we, um, you know, in addition to just kind of giving that flexibility of different types of videos, I think what we just, the main thing we wanted to try to create is something that you don't have to have any experience with video editing to know how to, you know, to make a great video. And so, the, you know, the, 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 the paradigm that we kind of embraced for Animoto, it's basically kind of like built on this building block type 
interface where you just drag and drop these building blocks and a building block can be, you know, either an image or, you know, some text or, you know, maybe a video clip and you just drag these big building blocks around. And so there's actually, you know, no way to create a failed video. It's almost like a toy. There's no way that you can actually create a, a screwed up video because we kind of make it foolproof. You, you know, you don't even have to have, you don't have to have any experience with editors or timelines or any of that kind of fussy stuff. You just drag and drop these big building blocks around and you can include your logo. You can, you know, um, text and colors and, and, um, uh, you know, and make sure that the font and everything like matches your brand. Um, but yeah, and, and, uh, something that we actually just announced a few, uh, a few weeks ago is that we did this, um, announced this partnership with Getty. So, uh, we have access to, you know, their, their images and their video clips, all these fantastic professional quality stock images and video clips. So if you don't have any, you know, visual content, maybe to pair with some of your, uh, you know, video content, you can just drag and drop some of, you know, their content. You can do a search for, you know, whatever it is. Um, you know, pumpkins and, uh, find all sorts of great video clips or images of pumpkins to, you know, pull into your video. Um, but yeah, and you can also do voiceover. So there's all sorts of different ways. And, and also, you know, one of the things that, um, we try to do to make it easy for folks is, and this is especially great for content marketers out there is, um, we, uh, we, we created a whole library of starter templates that we call storyboards. So if you're trying to figure out, um, you know, different types of videos or different ways to kind of uh, maybe repurpose your content, you can kind of scroll through this whole collection and see kind of what inspires you, you know, whether that's, you know, a how-to video or a demo or a testimonial video or an event recap or a blog teaser or podcast teaser or whatever it is. And you can just open one of these um, storyboards and just drag and drop your own stuff in there and you're kind of uh, ready to go. That's fantastic. And are there recommended durations for the videos based on the, um, you know, the, the use of the video, the platform you might be going to put it onto, the sweet spot of number of uh, minutes for each one? Great question. Well, I, um, you know, I, I tend to kind of say there's, I, there's no exact number. I would love to be able to say, you know, 18 seconds. <laughs> um, but really, I, uh, I'd say, for the most part, um, I think that the right answer is, you know, whatever the proper length is to capture, you know, your your message or your your um, your piece of information. But in general, I think, especially folks who are starting off with video, I'd say just remember less is more. And a really important thing, uh, well, I get maybe give two important tips here. One is um, less is more because um, you know when you think about it, uh, it's it, every second counts on, especially when you're watching video online, because this is not like a theater going audience where you know your audience is still going to be, you know, sitting, sitting there watching your video, uh, two hours later, right? Um, the nature, we all know, right? The na nature of watching video online is, uh, you know, people are flying through their feeds and if they start watching something, by definition, you start with 100% of people and then from there it's just going to kind of, um, drop off. And so you, you'll be lucky if half the people who started watching your video are going to make it to the end. So I think that means two things. One is yeah, remembering every second counts. And so if you made a video that's 60 seconds, maybe challenge yourself to say, hey, what can you, um, you know, either cut out or um, make kind of more, um, 
compact to really get it down to maybe like 30 seconds or 20 seconds and really challenging yourself to really make sure that every second counts. And the other thing to remember too is I always say save the best for first. So if it is a longer video, take something that's really going to grab people's attention in that first second so that when they're flying through, when they're scrolling through their feed, um, you, they, they'll find something that kind of captures their attention. Um, Mark Zuckerberg, who's the CEO of Facebook, calls it thumb stopping, like make something that's find the part of your, whether it's an image or a, a quote or a question or, you know, a great part of a, um, you know, a video clip, find something that's really going to capture people's attention in that first second. So, but, you know, I think, um, you know, like, like we were talking about the differences of the different platforms, you know, obviously I think when you think about how people are using these social platforms, for the most part, people are on the go. They're on their mobile devices. So that means, you know, they have short attention spans and they're typically even watching without, um, you know, without audio. So making sure you use text or if you have someone talking in your video, making sure you use captions, but keeping it short is really important. But YouTube is, is a slightly different Beast, um, like we mentioned, people are usually kind of sitting down, leaning in, more engaged, and because they're kind of opting in to learn something, they typically have a longer attention span, and they're typically watching with audio. So you can kind of take your time a little bit more with um, your educational content on YouTube because people are are have already kind of opted into being ready to spend some time with you and, and learn. So I'd say with YouTube, you don't have to feel quite as uh, you know, quite the pressure of keeping it super short, just whatever, however many minutes you need to explain what it is that you're um, talking about. But for the rest, certainly the shorter, shorter, the better. And you'll see videos out there that are five, 10 seconds. So videos don't have to be, you know, uh, in fact, I usually say a video should uh, on social media, especially a video should really just capture one point. Maybe it's yeah. one yeah. quote or one piece of information or one statistic or something like that and um, that's enough to make a great short video yeah i agree with you i did a video last week it was my one year anniversary of the podcast and so i did this uh, like a lessons learned video where i talked through my five lessons learned and that went on youtube but that was you know about three minutes long so i just then split it into the five one you know the five forty second clips with the single point that I made for each five and then put them out separately on social because it was way too long to be kind of putting on the other platforms you know it was fine for YouTube but not in my yeah. website actually but they are then cutting out the single point just what is the individual point for each one and then using them on social um well a, a question I had was so let's say for example you do have a video and you've tried to keep it as short as you can but it's still you know let's just say it's five minutes long um mm -hmm. and you look in at you know that as you're going to look at the stats you're going to see the points at which people just start to drop off from watching mm -hmm. the whole video are there certain little tips and tricks of things that you should do at certain points at which people are probably going to start losing engagement to kind of you know like 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 um, inject uh, like interest again in them just before they're about to hit the x button well certainly um you know and something that's you know maybe kind of a, a bit longer form like five minutes and maybe on youtube certainly uh you know a great um uh thing you can think of is is saving something for the end to kind of try to keep people watching along. So you, you might say, uh, you know, uh, make sure to stay tuned to the end where I'm going to share 
um, you know, a special, you know, a, a, a special promotion or, um, you know, a special tip that, uh, you know, I don't talk about with anyone else. Um, you know, one reason why uh, lists work really well is there's something just about like a top five list or a top, however, you know, a top 10 list or whatever that people just seem to want to know what number one is, right? So yeah. if you're going to do a list, of, you know, it sounds very kind of simple, intuitive, but, you know, you, you don't start with number one, you start with number five, and then you make your way to number one. And so if you give people a reason, you know, to kind of keep following along, um, then, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of a, a, a great way to get people to, to keep leasing. But at the end of the day, you know, I'd say, uh, especially, you know, you as content marketers out there, you know, what type of content resonates with, um, your, your audience. And so I think because you're already trained in, you know, in really understanding the type of information and, um, you know, message that your audience already is interested in and you're already trained in creating content where you know every word, you know, uh, matters, I think that you already kind of have an advantage and don't have to worry quite as much about, you know, how long or short should it be or getting people to keep. Just remember, you know, like try to keep it relatively short. Um, you know, on some of these social platforms, if you can extract, you know, like little teasers or tidbits, you know, that's a great tactic. Um, but I would say, you know, just, uh, whatever, however long the video needs to be to capture the, you know, the, the most important parts of what you're talking about. And you're, if, if it's something you know your audience will be interested in, they'll, um, they'll, they'll, they'll watch and they'll listen. And I think that's probably just the most important. It's just the making sure you keep it relevant for your audience. Yeah, making sure you get your points across and keep it relevant. Completely agree. Um, I'd, I'd really, really love to know what your thoughts are on IGTV. What, what do you think of it? <laughs> I think it's, well, I think in general, uh, all of social media is still, it's, these are really still early days. There's a lot of, um, kind of uh, it's like the it's it's like the wild west that there's still a lot of experimenting a lot of change a lot of people introducing trying new things so i think in general one trend we're seeing right now is there is a lot of um interest in instagram and people moving over to instagram um especially with i think instagram stories in particular is going to be something that we're talking a lot about next year um because that's i think has really kind of reached a tipping point where a lot of people are really interested in that stories format i think igtv is still a little bit of a newer format that's still i think it's still um uh, to be seen whether that kind of lasts or not i think it's uh, I think probably for our content creator community out there, the best way to think of it in terms of what we can use it for is it's, is, it's, it's better for longer form content, which kind of means that maybe anything you might be doing on YouTube, um, might be, uh, kind of a great way to leverage what you're, what you can do on IGTV. So if you're going to create kind of like an IGTV channel, it can be a series of longer form content. So it's definitely worth experimenting with. I would still say that it's not the best place to start because there, there's still so few people on there. But if you feel like you've really mastered, you know, Facebook and Instagram and Instagram stories, certainly I think that would be, um, an interesting place to uh, experiment, but it's still early days. So I, I, uh, I would actually, if, you know, folks out there have learned any interesting things about IGTV, I would love to hear, but it's still the early days. So. 
Yeah, I completely agree. It's, it, there was quite a buzz about when it was launched, but it seems everything's quieting down now. People just aren't really talking about IGTV as much. But it's funny because, you know, I know so many people who were kind of complaining about the the vertical um, portrait style videos and saying, well, who'd, who'd watch a long form video in portrait style? But actually, you know, I kind of found it quite fascinating because that's that's how our phones are. Our phones are actually in portrait. So when we watch an IGTV video, we don't have to turn our phone. We actually watch it in the, in the, in the format that it is. So aspects of it made a lot of sense. It's kind of meeting people where they're at in the way that they hold the phones, accounting for the fact that most people do watch content on the phones these days. Um, so that was kind of, I don't know, kind of found it quite fascinating. I wasn't really sure on the, the dislike of vertical portrait videos but of course it's not as easy to do any kind of repurposing if you've created you know you can put youtube videos over onto igtv and create canvases and things like that or do some kind of terrible zooming which doesn't look very good um but uh, but i think you have to create fresh content really for igtv um if you're going to be in it at the long game but yeah it just seems to have quietened down an awful lot doesn't it and as you said there's not that many people on it really so yeah I don't think it would be the best place to start unless you're really trying to stand out by doing something different, I suppose. Yeah, if you're really maybe trying to be a leader in space. But I think for most of us, you know, as, as content creators, we, we, we want to go where we can be successful. So right now I'd say the focus should be on Facebook and Instagram. And if you have some great, you know, educational content, then you make, really invest in making sure you're, your YouTube presence and your YouTube channel is, you know, well organized and, and very uh, discoverable and all that. Um, I, I will say that uh, Square Video is, um, you know, is I think very performant on um, on all the social platforms. And you even see like movie trailers uh, in Square format now because, and you would think that if anyone was kind of um, most loyal to the widescreen format, it would be, you know, you know, it would be like, uh, um, you know, movie uh, producers. But um, the reason why I think we're seeing a lot of square videos is it just takes up, you know, it actually specifically takes up 78% more space um, in your newsfeed. And so just by the fact that it, it's that much more visually uh, kind of um, large, it, it actually tends to perform better. One nice thing with Animoto is kind of with a click of a button, you can kind of switch between landscape and square. And um, we, actually, we actually also have a mobile app where you can create, you know, the vertical format stuff. So we're, we're experimenting with that. But it's, it's, uh, it's um, uh, I'd say, a safe place for now. I think producing vertical content, like you said, is a bit trickier. Like you said, I think you do really have to kind of go into it producing vertical content in mind when you're creating it. Um, but I think, you know, switching between, you know, landscape and square videos is a little bit easier because you can kind of just pick like the middle spot of your of your landscape video. And so I, I would definitely recommend, you know, if you're creating videos for Facebook, uh, for Twitter, for the Instagram feed, um, Square Videos is uh, you're going to see better results with Square Video. And it's it's, it's actually just as easy to make as a regular video. So. Yeah, that's that's fantastic, and and I suppose as you said, if you're going to do more horizontal, be really thinking about the center and trying to make sure that if you're thinking about the fact you're going to convert it square, as long as it's all going on very well in the center, that's going to look okay, isn't it? Yeah. As well. Yep. Yep. 
yeah, I, I, Square Video, I, when I was at Social Media Marketing World earlier this year, there was um, a lot of people talking about like, emphasising Square Video is doing really, really well on um, the social platforms and to kind of don't ignore the Square Videos and <laughs> you're creating content, actually focus on them. So um, that's a really useful tip. Yeah. Um, so I guess I have a final question I wanted to ask you, Jason, is um, where can people go to to connect with you to find out more and, and where is your preferred place to connect with people? Well, um, you know, I'm certainly all over uh, all over social media. I, may, I thought what I'd maybe do is I'll just create a, a page, maybe like a, you know, um, I'll make it at animoto.com slash content 10x. How does that sound? Brilliant. Um, Sounds great. <laughs> and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll put a few links, you know, maybe for uh, some of the stuff that we've talked about. You know, people are wondering the, you know, easy ways to repurpose content or some, you know, tips and tricks for getting started on social media. And, and I'll put, you know, my, my contact information on there. But I, you know, I'd say certainly whether you're just kind of getting started with video or trying to figure out how to take things to the next level, don't, don't hesitate to get in touch. I love you know, I love talking to marketers and business owners out there and hearing about your challenges and hearing and just figuring out ways that I can, um, you know, either give you ideas or help you out. So I'll, I'll create a page and, um, and put a bunch of, uh, in, hopefully interesting stuff there for you. So animoto.com slash, uh, content 10x. We'll That's that. absolutely brilliant. Thank you. So we'll get all of that on the show notes as well. So, um, so Jason, thank you so much for coming on the show. Then it's been really great talking to you. Thank you. Thanks, Amy. It's been really fun.